Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 495 and the first episode of 2023 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, 2023 is a big year for us. It's year five. Year five of Underground Sports in February. Um so we're still technically in year four. We still got a month of year four left to go. Um, but year five on the horizon, big things coming. And as he has for pretty much half of the NFL season, now this back half of the NFL season, joining me all the way from the Pitts Cave, the people's champ, the host with the most, Mr. Patty Pitts. I'm here. I'm back. Thank you for having me back in the underground. And to start the year, with the champ and Patty Pitts, that's that just puts that puts a smile on everybody's face. It has been a, a fun addition to uh, football season. Just it is nice. It's it's been nice because it's obviously the the fantasy show and whatnot. But then, I I mean I talk about the Patriots so much, obviously as you know the champ of the P, uh, Patriot peeps. But like I I love as you know the entire NFL and you know with the power rankings to be able to do that. It, it makes football a little bit more interesting to watch on Sundays because it's like all right, I'm watching every team and it's like I'm talking about the Eagles, which, you know, are c- closing in on that caliber of how I feel, you know, about the Patriots and Lions just at this point. So, like, it, it makes Sundays more fun. And, you know, I always love to help out the squad when I can. Yeah, it's gotten you more in the mix. And, you know, we've got people all over with, with you, Steve, DJ, like, Getting you guys in the mix that aren't necessarily right in our bubble yeah. is always fun. Um, yeah. But it's the first episode of the new year. Uh, it's absolutely fucking crazy that we've been doing this for almost five years. Um, so thank you guys for getting on board with us. Whether it was day one or this first day of the new year that we're recording, we did reach our end of 2022 subscriber goal on YouTube. Yo. I was you were boots on the ground. I pumped that shit out. I was like, I went, I texted everyone I knew and or like that was close with it this time. And then I went to, I had a music party at my buddy Mike's apartment, and there were people I just didn't know there. And I was like, oh my god, you look like Marsha Brady. Come here, let me talk to you for a second. I was like, oh, you know, the Brady Bunch, they're on streamer season. Streamer season is this thing that I do, and I just, that's how you do it. Here we go. Boots on the ground. I wanted to get that goal. I needed to hit something before the end of the year. It was incredible. We We hit it, and then it it still kept going up because I think you were getting more people. And then one of my friends has, like, a bunch of different channels that they use for different stuff, so they subscribed with all five. And then YouTube just like was like, nah, and took those subscribers away. So that's why we dropped again. And I was like, what the fuck? We're going to miss it. And I was like, come on, people. We're so close. 
We were at like we we peaked at like three fifty two, and then we like when we hit three fifty, it went to three fifty two, and then I refreshed again and went down to three fifty, three forty eight, three forty seven. We were stuck at three forty seven, then it kept going up again. I was like, keep it pushing, pits. When you said you were getting your Irish people going, dude, we were saying Irish drinking songs. Um, we were playing. Okay, I know you're not a drinker, but this game is fun for any anybody. So instead of musical chairs, it's musical flip cup. So you just like so you set like drinks around the table and you walk around and then when the music stops, whatever cups in front of you, drink it and flip it. Probably the most fun drinking game I played in a while since I've uh since bobsled. But yeah, like at that point, I was like trying to just get everybody to just someone hit subscribe. I also had people like, dude, I hit I subscribed already when you I was like, well, thank you. You did it. You're good. You so should, just, oh, you should have been like, instead of musical flip cup, we're doing subscriber flip cup. Everyone, everyone take a phone, you're gonna put it around the table and you hit subscribe. Just keep hitting that button. That would have been a good one. 99 phones off the wall, 99 phones. You take one down, you subscribe it around, 98 phones on the wall. Uh, we got a lot to dive into. I know the sky seems like it's falling with the Eagles, but we'll get into that d abysmal game against the Saints. Uh, we'll talk a little, uh, you know, Sixers hoops as they had their back-to-back -back New Year's Eve Eve and New Year's Eve. Uh, I'm going to get Pat Pitts fired up with a clip from the Philadelphia Wings coach and GM, friend of the program, Paul Day. Um, and then uh, there's a little worlds colliding as well, where Pitts was at the Patriots game this week and there was Survivor royalty in the mix. I just remembered this, and I'm very happy you brought up the Wings thing because it triggered a lacrosse memory I have. Yesterday I'm walking into the game, and there are a father and son and a the son is wearing a Lyle Thompson Boston Cannons jersey. That's fire. And I go, and my obviously my friends have like no idea. So I'm like, yeah, screw you guys. So I go, I go like over and yell to him. I'm like, Lyle Thompson, I love it. PLL, baby. And he's like, We're from Albany. I'm like, that makes that's sense. Fire. That's fire. That's where Lyle went to college. Yeah, that that's yeah. I was like, that's there sick. You go. But I was like, oh, they're like, what do you why would you talk to him? Like, Boston, the cannons, lacrosse. That's sick. They, Looking yeah. for a new coach. Could they be could, could be Bill Belichick. I mean, dude, one team's enough at this point, and that's that's it. maybe you know what? No, Matt Patricia, there it is. Get rid well, of maybe him. maybe Patricia takes it over to Patriots, and then Bill Belichick comes to the PLL and takes that thing to the moon. I would rather drink bleach every morning. You'd really uh, die. You'd really be like third Mike on the on OTB. Oh my god, I would just oh I couldn't. Bill, 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 left, Bill. If Belichick left. To go the cannons, I, I I would be so sad, um, and left us with Matt Patricia. It's like LeBron leaving Cleveland, and you get Jamari. Bill would coach two like, goats. Oh my God, he'd coach he would, two goats. He would be coaching goats. Brady and then Lyle. That is that is true. Go subscribe to Outside the Box wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI Twitter Instagram. Uh, you can follow facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBICZL311. Follow Pitts at Pat underscore Pitts on Twitter. And then Pitsy35 on Instagram. My Instagram is the same as my Twitter, except the three is an E, like it should be. Um, make sure you follow the Twitch channel as well, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Trying to get more into the, the streaming exclusively on our twitch in terms of like video game content in 2023 and then youtube before the podskis 
because uh, we've seen a lot of success pits from uh, the two OTB cast live streams we've done. Mm-hmm. So I think streaming on YouTube might be the way we do like live pods. I agree with so that. It's, it's I, picking I up. It's picking up gas, if you will. Yeah. Like we're we're getting like 45, 50 views a live stream on a channel oh, that has three hundred and fifty subscribers right good. now. So, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of every single podcast on our network, live streams, original content, the Jamil Demby documentary, which continues filming in twenty twenty three, will be exclusively on our YouTube channel. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend. We're at 350 subscribers. Our goal this year is to get to 1,000. Our goal is 1,000. Like, no matter what, we will get to 1,000 subscribers, hopefully at some point this year. Be a part of it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And also subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave a five-star review. It helps the show continue to grow, helps us get to where we want to take this thing, which is to the gosh darn solar system. Uh, and outside of the solar system, it's a big ass galaxy. We want to get to the aliens. Want to get to the aliens? You know, big ass galaxy. Maybe Drax is up there. Hey, still haven't seen all. His, oh, I'm behind. Okay, but that, I just had a thought. I just had a thought that I miss, and I don't want to derail the show. So keep going. Uh, so yeah, go subscribe to the podcast feed, and big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Have been on board almost since year one, since day one. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, guys, get your merch. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here on this show and all of our shows across the network. PHI Apparel Company is the place to be. There's no doubt in our minds that with their unique designs, the exclusive Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast merch, you're going to stand out when you're going down to the games, when you're going to Xfinity Live, when you're going to the bars, hanging out with your people at home. You're going to stand out with PHI Apparel Company. You guys can go to phiapparel.co and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. That's code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any order at phiapparel.co. And like I said, it's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing. This is like Getting merch is how we're going to be able to make this our full-time jobs. Like, easy, direct, most effective and efficient way. Get your merch, rep the brand. We're being repped countrywide, hopefully nationwide soon. Uh, No free ads. Be on our side. Uh, And get your merch, phiapparel.co. Pitts, let's talk a little NFL. Let's talk to Birds. Disappointing uh, performance against the Saints. It seemed like the first half they were kind of like sleepwalking through the game. Uh, really took it for granted almost. Josh Sweat got injured early, which was a bummer. Uh, seems like he's going to be okay. He tweeted that he will be back this season, which is great news. Um, but you could really feel that Lane Johnson was missing, that Avante Maddox was missing, uh, that Josh Sweat was missing once he got injured that C.J. Gardner-Johnson was missing, and the fact that you let Andy Dalton just cook on you for an entire, like, three quarters and just move the ball down the field with ease was concerning, to say the least. Gardner Minshew had no protection, uh, had very quick, happy feet again. Um, Don't know why the Eagles continue to stray away from the run when it was working, and the Eagles lose 20-10. to 
And it was yeah. disappointing in two facets because not only do you lose and you still don't clinch the one seed, still don't clinch the the division, so you have to play starters next week in week 18, which you didn't want to have to do. Jalen Hurts might have to be forced back into play uh, next week when you kind of didn't want to have to do that. And now, because you lost to the Saints, the draft pick is worse. Yeah, it so was, that, that like hurts too. That is a just – that's a – Shit storm, yeah, ruin, and uh, it just the biggest thing in that. What my takeaways would say is that it's very apparent how important Jalen Hurts is to this Eagles offense. It's he's he's crucial, and with the defense, stop. It just there are things that it's injuries. It's all injuries, and everyone says that the sky's falling. And you know, from at least what I've seen on Twitter about. You know, everyone's saying, oh, it's the, you know, could the Cowboys actually do it and whatnot? Like, it's just injuries. Like, that shit happens. You got to look at it from a wider lens. And, you know, you put Jalen Hurts back there, maybe a different story. Josh Sweat is huge, but, you know, just rest until the playoffs. And I said this to my friend the, uh, the other day that, it, honestly, it's not the worst thing in the world if the Eagles don't win the division because – the worst thing you want is a hungry, pissed off Eagles wildcard team to wreak havoc in the playoffs. And you could still win the division, obviously still have that, but I don't know. Like once these guys are fully healthy, it's just it's not a worry. So right now it's just that weird, like, let's just get through the shit. Let's get through the storm. They need to win the division and they need the one seed for this reason. Those injuries. You need that extra. You need that bye week to let Lane Johnson rest, to give Jalen Hurts an extra week of rest, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson some more rest, Josh Sweat extra. Like that bye week is so pivotal for just guys being as close to one hundred percent as they possibly can be. Um, it just sucks that you have to play starters week eighteen now. Like that was the one thing you didn't want to have to do. And now the Cowboys have won two straight as well. So now, like, their game is going to be meaningful. This game is going to be meaningful uh, against the Giants team. It was already clinched. So hopefully they're not playing starters and the Eagles can just shit race them for, you know, 50 plus points. Um, but it, it's just frustrating, I think, is the one word there. Uh, Jonathan Gannon was absolutely sleepwalking with this soft zone coverage bullshit that he does. I, I just don't get why when you have the dudes on this defense, like Darius Slay, like James Bradbury, uh, the way Marcus Epps has been playing this year, when you have the linebackers you have, when you have the edge rushers like Hassan Reddick, you know, when you have that interior defensive uh, line unit that you have, when you have Brandon Graham, who congratulations to Brandon Graham, first uh, double-digit sack season in his career, um, go vote for him for Walter Payton Man of the Year Challenge. Um, Jonathan Gannon like just refuses to let his dudes cook. Like the soft zone bullshit is for a team that doesn't have dudes. This team has more than enough dudes. Like I know the Pro Bowl doesn't really mean too much, but when the Eagles have like seventeen guys get voted to the Pro Bowls, either starters or alternates, that's you, you got dudes on this team. You got dogs. You got you got you dogs. got dogs. Like, and I just don't understand why we're letting you know teams clip us for six, seven, eight yards 
a pass attempt when you have Darius Slay and James Bradbury who can play lockdown man-to-man defense. Yeah. And passive. we're doing that early in the season. Like, look what Darius Slay did to Justin Jefferson week oh my two. God. Shut his ass down. Down. Which Justin Jefferson committed assault yesterday. Did you see that? Uh-huh. That dude, he went, oh, man, I know where I am. And just, like, as soon as he was like, I'm over here now. Like, no, don't, don't, don't hit me. Don't get me in trouble. He went Miles like, Garrett on that ref. Yeah, like, actually, I felt it was just, it was, dude, he got shut down by Jay. Like That was huge, that, too, that the Packers won and the Vikings lost. It was kind of not a huge thing uh, for the Lions. Guys. Huge yeah. for the Eagles. Okay, no, I'll then, say okay. That. So for on this purpose, yes, this was huge. Uh, but uh, it just was, dude, that's the thing. To me, when I look at or see this defense, it's it seems very passive in the way that we, we know where we are in the standings and know where, you know, we're going in the playoffs. So we're just limiting the amount of, um, you know, in chance of an injury yeah. uh, or tr- chance for something to screw up where if you play the soft zone, you know, you can get beat man or tweak something soft zone, just limit them and let them, they're going to get there. It's like the very bend don't break defense mentality where, which drives me Patriots, nuts. Cause that's what we yeah. had with Jim Schwartz in 2017 and everybody hated it. But that's the thing is that they, the Eagles shouldn't be doing that shit right now because they have guys like they have Darius Lee and James Bradbury. Right. Those are two shut down corners. It's the best corners we've had since Sheldon Brown and Lito Shepard. Yeah. I and mean, then when Asante Samuel came into the fold, he did. Yeah. So to me, like that's, you don't do it there. And right now they're doing it because they're just trying to, honestly milk the clock, let them just do whatever they got to, and then just not try to dominate their opponent, but just win the game. And then the defense stepped up, like, I'll say, like, second half on, stepped up big time. And then the offensive play calling yesterday was just so dog shit. Shane Steichen, like, I hope the Denver Broncos know this. Denver, I'm looking at you. I know you're looking for a new coach. Shane Steichen is a Hall of Fame caliber offensive play caller. Will help Russ cook and let Broncos country ride so hard. He's he's the perfect candidate. Shane Steichen, next coach of the Denver Broncos. Take him. We'll 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 be we'll be sad to see him go, but we'll love to watch him leave. So, you so you don't think Sean Payton is going to be the next head coach? No, there's no shot. I don't think he wants to go there. No, because he's bringing Vic Fangio wherever he goes as a defensive coordinator, and you're going to bring Vic Fangio back to Denver as a defensive coordinator after you fired him as the coach? No shot. That would be very Bischoff to WWE, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, The offensive play calling yesterday drove me nuts. It was like watching paint dry. I wanted to pull my eyes out. Like It was so not creative. There was no time for Gardner Minshew to even like throw the ball properly. Run the fucking ball. You have a backup quarterback in. Miles Sanders, whenever he touched the ball, I just don't understand the the distancing away from Miles Sanders the past couple of weeks. It drives me up a wall. He's having the best year of his career, and you're refusing yep. to run him. Like, let's let's not kid ourselves. I highly doubt Miles Sanders is going to be an Eagle next year because he's going to get paid because of the season he had this year. Yeah. Do what do what the fucking Cowboys did with DeMarco Murray and run Miles Sanders like a fucking horse. Or what the Raiders are doing to Josh Jacobs. Right. Like just yeah. run, booby, run. Like, goddamn. It's so, so hard. It's, it's not that difficult. So like, hard. it's not that difficult. Let Miles Sanders run. Like he, when he was he had like I think like 
12 carries yesterday at one point and was averaging five yards a carry. That's, that's and we're just we're letting Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott run the ball. I love Kenneth those Gainwell dudes. Gainwell needs to get the hell out of dog. I love those dudes, but like when you have Miles Sanders doing what he's doing, let him fucking run. Like, oh, it drives me crazy. Shane Steichen, I want to just grab him by the throat and Bart Simpson him sometimes and just tell him to wake up. I want to Edna Moden pull yourself together. But Denver, he's great. No cape. Like, he's great. He's great, Denver. He's, he's great. Great. Sometimes you got to shake him a little bit, though. He's just. He's like an etch a sketch. He's, he's, yeah. You got to shake him up and get it. Erase it and then move on. Yeah, he's an etch a sketch. Shane Steichen is an etch a sketch. That's such a good comparison. Etch a Steichen. Etch a Steichen. There's the clip. We're cooking. We're cooking. Uh,. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles get the job done uh, against the Giants. I mean, I hope they get the job done against the Giants, I should say. I thought they were going to get it done against the Cowboys. Didn't happen. Thought they were doing it against the Saints. Didn't happen. I think you, no, I think you might, though, because at this point, the Giants are in, which yeah, honestly hilarious. First time since the boat pick. Which they need to, like. Which I don't know if Schefter did this on purpose, but if he didn't, very funny. If he did, well done, Shefty. He tweeted that like first time since 2016 when the infamous boat picture happened. Now playoffs on deck. <laughs> Golf clap. There it is. Bravo. That was, that was really good. If that was on purpose, well done, Chef. That's comedy. That's comedy. It's fine. <laughs> I think that the Giants might not play their starters. I hope not. Why would they? Well, let's not forget. Granted, under Joe Judge, not Brian Dable. Giants were very mad in 2020 when the Eagles did not play Jalen Hurts. I this. So I, remember, I do remember, and that. they 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 were like seeking the NFL to uh, punish the Eagles for disrespecting the integrity of the game by not playing their starters, um, making them miss out on the playoffs. So yeah, I don't know if that's an ownership thing or a front office thing or if that was a Joe Judge thing, but yeah, we'll have to see on Sunday. Yeah, I, I would hope it's in the past. Um, Eagles are at home too, which is big. Oh, that is huge. So, and good on the Eagles fans booing the Eagles yesterday. They deserve to be booed. Like I saw so many like Cowboys writers and other people being like, "Oh, Eagles fans are booing their team." Uh, in you know, ten minutes into the second quarter when they're down by uh, yeah, because they look like fucking dog shit. Like, tell me you don't have standards for your team without telling me you don't have standards exactly. for your team. Exactly. I don't. I have no issue with the Eagles fans booing because it was I witnessed the loudest rain of boos uh, at the Pats game with Mac Jones. So that's what you. That's what the similarities are. Like, you need job it. it's motivators. It's motivators because you what could they hear do, it they on the back. TV. It was great. Like job, job well done to every fan that was there, uh, because that was easily the worst performance the Eagles have put on display this entire year. Only 10 points. Like bad. That's not good. That's not bad. Eagles offense. No. So hopefully Jalen's like, you know, getting healthier. Uh, and you, you and I were talking about it. Like this game proved that Jalen hurts the fucking MVP. Of the oh NFL. my God. It's not even close. Like, I'm sorry. Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, but you know, sometimes it just, it's not the answer. Jalen hurts is having without a doubt, the best season a quarterback has had in a long time in my eyes, especially at this age. And I mean, the team overall has thrived and look at where the team is now without him, you know? Hey, Chris Sims. Hey, Chris Sims. Yeah, you talk to him. Remember when you said the Eagles could just plug Gardner Minshew into the offense and they'd be just fine? Remember when you said Jalen Hurts was not the MVP because 
you know, it's it's the system. Hey, Micah Parsons, wasn't it? Was wasn't Jalen Hurts just a system quarterback? Remember, remember, was, was, was you could just put anybody into the offense? Remember when Chris Sims ranked Jalen Hurts as like twenty fifth best quarterback in the NFL this year in the preseason? Yeah. Fuck yeah. all the way off to anybody who thinks. And this is no disrespect to Patrick Mahomes. This is no, no. disrespect to Justin Jefferson. This is no disrespect to even the Josh Allens. Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the NFL. These last two games have proven it. And if you don't think so, you should get your MVP voting rights revoked. Touch grass. Touch grass. Touch Speaking grass. of touching grass, it's brought to you by our friends at Tomahawk Shades because when you go outside, you need to protect your eyeballs from the sun uh, when you're touching grass. And Tomahawk Shades is the place to do it. The best small batch eyewear in the game. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com and get your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, your ski and snow goggles. So when you touch snow and touch the grass under the snow, uh, Tomahawk Shades is the place to do it. You guys can use promo code USP at checkout for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's 25% off when you use code USP at TomahawkShades.com. Head into the new year styling and profiling with Tomahawk Shades. Uh, Pitts, we were talking pre-show about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau absolutely being disgusting and just terrible, terrible display of uh, regard for human life when he was doing snow angels right next to a writhing in pain Nick Foles. Just disrespectful. So disrespectful, so inhumane. Um, I think Kayvon Thibodeau should have to serve uh like 21 days in the old veteran stadium prison underneath the stadium like he needs to go to nfl prison whatever yeah, it, nfl prison may be not real prison like it's no. not real it's it's football prison no it's football it's like kangaroo court yeah cave on thibodeau for football prison I just, it was just so, like, he hits him, and the Snow Angels is one thing, like, you're doing it. Like, right, whatever. you do, like, one or two or three, or two like, or three, you look over, like, oh, shit. And, and you're on you number up, six. Like, you look over, the dude is writhing in pain, and then you continue to do four more, and, and then, then you go to the sideline and do the night-night. This is where it gets me, is the night-night. I was just like, And then people, sure people are going to say, people are going to say, oh, he didn't know he was hurt. They did. He didn't know that Dick Foles was hurt. Motherfucker, he looked right at him, like fucking writhing in pain. Jazz hands on the ground. That's how I know I finally made it on Twitter, though, is I had Giants fans who claimed to be, like, the greatest fan base ever. Fuck all of them. Uh, telling me to touch grass. Touch grass might be one of my favorite, like, lines, though. Touch it's grass. Touch grow grass. up. Oh, to go inside, just, like, touch the grass. Like, you know what, like, the touch it like one finger oh i, I like, plan I on it. i plan on responding to them thanks I for the advice new year new me That's fucking so losers i can't wait to shit race the giants by 50 points this week dude that would be minchu mania all well, it's, gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be you gonna, gonna mvp to candidacy okay jalen's gonna, gonna prove why he's the mvp um yeah. but man that was, like I don't care who the player was. Like I wouldn't care if it was Joey Bosa or Miles Garrett who did it. Like I don't care what team it was. If you do that and you visibly look over and you see the dude's injured, you stop right away. Like and and shame on his teammates too, who were right around him, 
not stopping him. Like, that's just, like, disrespectful. It's one of the, like, I am not a fan of the unwritten rule type thing in sports. Like, I think unwritten rules are dumb because if they're a rule, they should be written. But that's just kind of, like, a code of conduct that you have amongst, like, human life. Like, if you see somebody's injured, why not, you know, take a minute and stop dancing on their grave? Yeah. And there's no, it's like, it's. It's not like Kayvon Thibodeau and Nick Foles have this, you know, beef for years. Right. And it's like, all right, I get why he did it. And he shouldn't have done it, but we understand what he did. It's like, dude, like you just went out. Nick Foles could have been like Baker Mayfield or Josh Dobbs and he would do yeah. the same thing. It's like, dude, what What was your end goal there? Yeah, like grow up a little bit, Kayvon. Um, but that's why I went to the Giants and I'm happy the Giants got a dude who probably lost all his money in crypto. Um, Did he invest in crypto? Yeah, he was a big crypto guy going into the draft. Oh, FTX, baby. (laughs) FTX! Oh, man. What a time. What a time 2022 was. Um, (laughs) Just a couple days ago. Uh, But, Pitts, I think with that, we should uh, get into everybody's new favorite Monday segment. Let's hit the music a little bit here. And uh, Patty Pitt's power rankings going into week 18 are brought to you by our friends over at Trophy Smack. Guys, it's the best way to upgrade your fantasy smack talk. They've got belts. They've got trophies. They've got rings. They've got metal wall art. There's no better way to do it. Your fantasy championship is probably this week for some of you. No better way than, you know, get rid of that old trophy that you've had for a decade that you got right next door to your taekwondo dojo or your your local liquor store or something like that and go get something from trophy smack you guys can go to trophysmack.com slash underground and upgrade your fantasy smack talk today that's trophysmack.com slash underground trophysmack.com slash underground upgrade that fantasy smack talk patty pitts the floor is yours thank you Kyle KB, what's up, all my peeps? Your champion, Patty Pitts, is here for power rankings. I got them right here in the handy dandy notebook. Let's kick things off with the Steelers. You did it. You got Mike Tomlin to 500. So, I mean, thank God. And not only did that, you had the mascot, Poe, put on a better performance than the actual team. Uh, Jags at number nine. I just need to keep you on here because you keep winning and the way you just handled the Texans, well done. Great job, Dougie T. The Pats at eight because guess what? They won, all right? And it wasn't some bullshit win. It was a, honestly a decent performance. Mack two touchdowns to Tyquan Thornton, and the defense had a touchdown. They they might win against Buffalo, but that's about it next week. Chiefs at seven. You legitimately almost lost to the Broncos, all right? You should ride off out of the top ten, but I'm kind of nice. I'm feeling nice in the new year, so I'll keep you in the next seven. Six goes to Stidham, not just the Raiders, because you lost, as you should, but Stidham, not only his performance, but what he did after. He took blame for the interception, and every single teammate said, fuck no, you're wrong. You were the GOAT and kept us in that game. Don't you dare say that about yourself. That is what a leader does. I wish uh, I wish the, that happened to other franchises. He goes at five. Okay, you do not get the one spot because you lost two and you, you put yourself in this position, okay? The Giants had a better week 17 than you. That's why they're at the fourth spot dominating. Um, I forget who they played, to be honest with you. The Colts. Colts, thank you. We're, on, we're rolling here. Uh, the Giants demolishing the Colts. And when you have Tyrod Taylor getting out there, bro, pack it in. 
Packers uh, at three, I hate you, and but you're good. Like, you shut down uh, Justin Jefferson. Rodgers did his MVP psychedelic magic and it found his way literally in the playoffs with a win against the Lions. But I don't know if that's going to happen because the two bucks, Brady is unbelievable. The man could be 45,000 years old and he'll still find a way to four, throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Mike Evans had three touchdowns on the uh, year. He had three touchdowns yesterday in the comeback win. And then my number one team, listen, motherfuckers, the Lions are coming for everyone in the league. Dan Campbell was asked if he wanted to play in front of the, in, under the lights. I don't care. Let's play football. Let us just kill our opponent, bite their kneecaps off, and get in the playoffs and shock the world. Because that's exactly what they're going to do. And if you don't believe me, you should. Because when a champ speaks, you fucking listen. And that is my power rankings for the week. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, it never gets old. It never gets old. The Lions rants never get old. Uh, so to recap there for the people, uh, Pat Pitts' week 18 power rankings, Lions, Bucks, Packers, Giants, Eagles, Jarrett Stidham, the Kansas City Chiefs, New England Patriots, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the old Pittsburgh Steelers up there with the Yinzers. Uh, shout out to my boy, Wes Euler. Uh, Pat Pitts' power rankings brought to you by Trophy Smack. Go upgrade that fantasy smack talk. TrophySmack.com slash underground. Uh... Pitts, the you're watching the Winter Classic. I am. That's why it's early, been a while since we've talked like, hockey. If you if you saw me going like I was cheering because the Bruins just scored and uh, they tied it up at one. I don't know who scored though, but looking over and seeing hockey being played outside under the lights, I wish it could be done more. If that makes yeah. sense, like, you know, it's just because the ice is different. They've mentioned it. It still is. They said it's not as bad as it could, but like hockey outside. It has a nice aesthetic to it, you know? 100%. 100%. Uh, I, the Winter Classic was just one of those things that I think we forgot when we were doing, like, our holiday uh, traditions. That's hockey's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is hockey's. Easily the Winter Classic. And it's a good one. I mean, out of the park. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah. the Flyers won a game to end the year. Uh, cool. Did Claude Drew score or have any? He's He's with Ottawa now. Okay, then. Okay, then maybe we like the Flyers. No, we don't. The Flyers are just... It is my least favorite team in Philly. I will give you they that. Are, they Nothing. are... Num- in my opinion, the Flyers are the number five team in Philadelphia right now. Yeah, that's why I would put them. Like, the, it, like okay. I think the power rankings of Philadelphia teams goes like... Eagles, Eagles Phillies, kind of like 1-1-A one, one right now. Right now. Sixers, because of popularity of the NBA. Mm-hmm. The Union. Yep. Then the Flyers, and me personally, I would put the Wings ahead of the Flyers because they're That's successful. That's why I would, I would too. I would too. Um, I think the Flyers are genuinely just tanking this year. Like, yeah, I heard my... they were trying to trade JVR. Yeah, which would just break my soul because JVR yeah. is my favorite player. I mean, what a good one to pick. Your one of JVR's very few tweets during the hockey bubble tweeted at us. Really? The pod. Because uh, Claude Giroux called him a pigeon, calls him a pigeon, like his nickname, and uh, I found this picture during COVID times of uh, a pigeon like 
getting pictures taken of it and i was like jbr getting ready for his uh <laughs> bubble headshot and he tweeted yeah. back laughing emojis that's incredible yeah oh, it was great awesome. i was like oh my life is made jbr knows we exist fucking sweet <laughs> um the sixers segment brought to you by kenwood beer philadelphia's favorite beverage of choice when you're watching things at the wells fargo center because you can get big kenny's at the wells fargo center now uh, and the Sixers have quite a homestand coming up. Three-game homestand against the Pelicans, the Pacers, and the Bulls. Uh, so you guys, go get your Kennys at the Wells Fargo Center when you're watching the Sixers, the Flyers, the Wings, Villanova basketball, or use that all-new and improved Kenny tracker at KenwoodBeer.com to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Sixers split their... Uh, Back-to-back to to end the year against the Pelicans and the Thunder dropped the game to the Pelicans. They were in it for most of the time, but the Pelicans are just really fucking good, Um, which is awesome, I think, for the league. You know, Zion's squad being good is good. Uh, And then they beat the Thunder 115-96. They play today, as you guys are watching or listening to this, at 7 p.m. against the Pelicans once again, but at home. Um, So we'll see if, you know, 2023 is kind to the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey is back, which is big. Um, so we'll see how, you know, the Sixers start to get cooking in terms of, uh, you know, being healthy, I think is huge. Um, month of January though, for the Sixers, Pelicans, Pacers, Bulls all at home. Then you go to Detroit and then you come home to play Detroit. Uh, and then you are home against the Thunder. Then you go on a West coast road trip, which is quite lengthy against the jazz, the Lakers, the Clippers and the trailblazers and the Kings. Uh, and then you come home to play the Brooklyn Nets, the Denver Nuggets, the Orlando Magic twice. Uh, and then you go on the road to start in the month of February. Uh, that last game against the Magic is also in February. So January does not seem like a... Uh, it's not too bad month. of a month. Like, the Pelicans will be tough tonight. Um, mm. The I forget if the Jazz are still good right now. Uh, kind of. Um, I don't know if they're that good. No, they're um, not. They're 19 and 20 now. They're uh, okay, yeah, that good. The Lakers are not good at no, all. They're, they're tanking. The low Clippers. Low-key low tanking. Clippers are okay. I think the they're okay. Yeah, they're the five seed in the West right now. Okay. Uh, Portland, I don't think they're very good if I'm not mistaken. Just watch out for Dame. Yeah, Portland's Check like the eight boy. seed right now. Okay. Um, the Kings are surprisingly like very fun and very They're good this year. They're one of the year, better teams this year. Yeah, they have which been, been really good. Makes zero sense. Like the Beam, I guess. Shout out Matt Lilly, former Bluecoats GM. He's now a scout for the Kings. Oh. Um, and then the Nets, who are just like on a tear right now, out of nowhere. Yeah, what the hell happened here? I thought Kevin the Nets Durant is oh, playing like Durant. an MVP right now. Um, then you get the Nuggets, which is just like one of those fun East-West rivalries because of Jokic and Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the magic. Yeah, the magic. Very manageable bad. month of January, I would say. Oh yeah, you could go well above five hundred in the month of January. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, just got a notification. We're talking bowl games here. Uh, Tulane overcame a fifteen point fourth quarter deficit on a touchdown catch with nine seconds left to upset USC. Wow, USC. Shout out to Tulane. They've got some of the best uniforms in college football. I do like their uniforms. The green yeah. wave, man. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan Any, of the green wave. Anytime you get blue and green in a combo and it's done right, then yeah. 
There's this mint. Love it. And I love their mascot. Like, so well done. Um, Piss, did you watch any of the uh, college football playoff this weekend? Watch a little bit of it at the bar, uh, from what I can remember. Uh, And what I do remember is Ohio State fucking shanking that kick. At midnight. and at midnight, and someone said uh, it was Annie Hager who posted like, "How does this uh, sign like line up so well?" And I, it was so hilarious. And I'm not an Ohio State fan because yeah. Brady, Brady, Michigan, can't stand Ohio State. Um, and just to see them lose every chance I get is so funny. It was sad. We did watch the Michigan game. I really wanted them to pull it off. However, T's and peace to DJ. T's and peace. Yeah, D's and yeah. I that's sad. Go blue, but. I do love TCU. I, I like the fact Hip, the Hypno Toad is very cool. It is so cool. And the fact that it's TCU of all teams to be, you know, in the final right now, it, it shows that you need to expand the college football playoff and you need to be like, all right, there's teams in other conferences or whatever that, you know, deserve the respect, you know. So I love that shit and I'm just happy that they're there. Sad about Michigan though. And the championship is now frogs and dogs. Frogs and dogs. That is incredible. You want to know something pretty wild that we discovered on our live stream the other night? So Georgia's quarterback, Stetson Bennett the fourth. Obviously, we share a last name. Not the only thing I share with Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett and myself have the same exact birthday. I'm just four years older. That is bizarre. I was, like, flabbergasted. I was like, okay. Like like how you are with Kyle Pitts, yeah. I'm going to have to stand Stetson Bennett. We have to. Like any team he's on, you have to stand. Like I feel like he has to be one of my guys. He has to be a future Eagle backup. Like like, as long as he doesn't go to like the Cowboys, the Giants, or Washington. Yeah. No. Yeah. And any other. I gotta I gotta ride for for my guy. He's my name twin and my birthday twin. We he's yeah. part of my he's part of my birthday army. That is your birthday army. Like, you know, I got Tracy Ellis Ross, Bob Ross, Winona Ryder, Andy Dalton. Stetson Ben is part of the birthday army of October 29th, man. Dude, me and Messi, though. That's a great one. That, me, me and the That's goat. A Just one. a couple goats. A goat and a champ. Just a few you know? goats, you know, each day we're here. Chomping on some grass, you know. You know, touching grass, you know, doing <laughs> the waves. <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. Uh, a little buffs and snuff Survivor talk, even though we're in the off season for Survivor right now. Uh, you, you'll enjoy this. Uh, I'll bring this up to you before we get into uh, you being in the presence of Survivor royalty. Um, Survivor season 44, March 1st. Not an ad. We just talk about the show. There's a former NFL player this coming season, Pitts. Really? Playing uh, in season 44. For I want to pull up the tribe name correctly for the Ratu tribe, former Seattle Seahawk Brandon Cottom. What position did he play? I believe he was like in the Legion of Boom. Really? Like he was one of the, like the Ooh. the alternative guys for the Legion of Boom. Okay. Still though, so he has a ring. Oh, I'm sorry. He was a fullback. Um, but it was he, yeah, was he in the, so does he have a ring? Yeah, he was on the 2017 Seahawks. Uh, 2015 to to 2017. Okay. All right. Um, right. That's when they won or did they win earlier? Would you say 2017? 
He was on the Seahawks from 15 to 17. Oh, no, he was 2013. That's Super Bowl. And uh, he also played in 2019, the final year of me covering the team, the Philadelphia Soul Arena Football. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he was mostly on the practice squad for Seattle, but okay. he is playing Survivor this year, which is pretty Ooh, cool. I love when the former NFL people and stuff like that end up playing Survivor because mm-hmm. I just like seeing – like Jeff Kent played Survivor, former baseball player. Really? Yeah. Jimmy Johnson. Oh, awesome. Jimmy Johnson played Survivor. The which one? Like Jimmy on Fox NFL Sunday, <laughs> former he, Cowboys coach. No, he he was on Survivor. Yeah, for like th- for an ep- like he made it like three days and then he was done. But yeah, he played Surprised Survivor. He made it three days. Um, Jesus. Want to see what other athletes played Survivor? Um, let's see. Every athlete who has competed. Oh, you'll get a kick out of some of these. Oh, yeah, there was uh, – so Ethan Zahn was a pro soccer player from season mm-hmm. three of Africa. He's like an all-time great fan favorite Survivor player. Uh, Gary Hojeboom, NFL player from Survivor Guatemala. He played for the Colts. Um, let's see. Uh, you'll like this one. Former WWE wrestler Ashley Massaro. <gasps> R.I.P. Played uh, for Survivor China. Oh, awesome. I love Ashley. Um, Crystal Cox, uh, she was an Olympian, played Survivor Gabon, very funny. I was watching, uh, this Survivor channel the other day where they do, like, secrets of every season, and Crystal stunk in her season. Like, you would think peak athlete, like, would be able to do all these challenges and stuff. Terrible. Really? Uh, come to find out, I guess, like, after her season and everything, I guess she was doing, like, other stuff for the Olympics. She was doing steroids and got stripped of her gold medal. <laughs> that would do it. Yep. Uh, yeah. it's so funny. Uh, Steve Wright, former NFL player, uh, played for the Los Angeles Raiders, the Colts, and the Cowboys. He was an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant Matos, NFL player on Redemption Island. Um, he was a fan favorite player uh, for Boston Robs. He was like his right hand oh, man. I, I know um, Boston Rob on Redemption Island. Uh, Jeff Kent played Survivor Philippines. Julia Landauer, who's a NASCAR driver, played in uh, Survivor uh, Caramone. And then we had uh, Brad Culpepper, former offensive lineman for the Bucks. He played and his wife played. Um, Cliff Robinson, RIP, former uh, Portland Trailblazer. Oh, yeah. Passed right, away okay. recently in 2020. Um, John Rocker, MLB pitcher. Uh, he was a big time villain on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Tyler Fredrickson, he was an NFL player for the Broncos. Um, he was a pretty solid player, though. Uh, Scott Pollard, NBA oh. player for the Pistons. Boston Celtics. He played. Um, he was on that 08 Celtics team. Oh, yeah. That he was, was he was really good at Survivor. He was? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, uh, Alan Ball, remember him from the Cowboys? Uh, he played on Heroes vs. Hustlers vs. Healers, the 35th season of Survivor. Okay. He was a defensive back for the, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Jaguars, the Bears, and the Cardinals. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Katrina Radke, Olympic swimmer. She also was on Heroes, Hustlers, and Healers. Uh, WWE wrestler on David vs. Goliath, John Hennigan. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got to that's, that's his real name, so I'm going to... Yes. I'm going to look up who John... Because that could be 
multiple people. You'll enjoy his alliance. Oh, Johnny thing. Nitro. Yeah, this is so he goes by Johnny and whatever promotion he's in. So yeah. he's Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Dynamite, Johnny Impact, or whatever. Yeah. Well, he was Johnny Survivor for season thirty-seven. Parkour guy. He's a he was, huge parkour guy. His alliance name was the Brochachos. Of course it was. I just you know the Miz. Mike Mazan. Yeah, yeah. He was just on a show I was watching. Real okay. They yeah. were tag team partners for a okay. while, and they were like hilarious. And they used to do YouTube skits and shit. They were really uh, B Nugent. She's an MMA fighter. She was on mm-hmm. David versus Goliath. Uh, Elizabeth Beisel. She was an Olympic swimmer. She stunk on Survivor. She was I, nobody liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Tom Laidlaw, former NHL player for the Rangers, uh, and the. And he played for the L.A. Raiders as well. Um, he was on Island of the Idols. And then Danny McRae, who played for the Bears and the Cowboys on season 41. Okay, um, I remember he was He was really good at Survivor. Like, oh, really? I really enjoyed his game. Um, a lot of athletes, though, who played Survivor. And you were in the presence of one of them, most recently, Noel, who was on season 43, uh, along with Boston Rob and Amba. They were at the game yesterday. Uh, that's electric it was it was really cool uh to see them i I don't i think they did something for them in the jumbotron but i do i saw it on social i was like oh all right cool people there so yeah boston rob is like survivor royalty yeah Uh, amber survivor royalty like they met on survivor got married have kids like that's incredible both have won which is crazy um amber won more won first Mm-hmm. Um, she won all stars, I think. Um, and then Boston Rob won the last season. I think he was on or one of the last. Okay. He, uh, he's an icon, Boston Rob, everybody. Like when you get a name like that, you're just a survivor icon. Yeah. Like you go, if you have a signature nickname, it's yeah, icon. Like there was a season where Boston Rob was just like babysitting everybody. So they wouldn't go search for a hidden immunity idol. Like, had everybody sitting in a box and was like, you're not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, I want to see when he actually won. Yeah, so Boston Rob was on Survivor Marquesas, All-Stars. He was on the Amazing Race 7, Amazing Race 11 All-Stars, Survivor Heroes vs. Villains, Survivor Redemption Island, Survivor Island of the Idols as a mentor, and then Survivor Winners at War. He won Redemption Island. Ooh, all right. So he played Survivor 1, 2, 3, 4. He played five times and has appeared six times. Like, that's just Hall of Fame numbers right right. there. That is just, yeah, those are crazy numbers. Going out for 39 days at a time. Five separate times, potentially. It's crazy. Yeah, he finished 10th his first season. He was the runner-up in All-Stars. 13th in Heroes vs. Villains. One Redemption Island, and then he finished 17th on Winners at War. Which got voted out second. That's tough. That's tough. Everybody knew he wasn't going to win that, though, because like he had already won. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. He's also a big poker player. Really? Yeah. He uh, he was on a couple uh, poker shows. Like, There's a contingent of survivors that are like all-stars and everything. Like They play mm-hmm. poker together. Mm-hmm. And it's funny when they show up on like the shows and everything. Like the yeah, poker yeah. tournaments on TV and everything. Yeah. He also appeared on a special episode of The Price is Right in 2016. Ooh. Was that uh, Drew Carey or? I think so. The dog hater. <laughs> the Price is Wrong. 
bitch. <laughs> wrong, bitch. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, you were in the presence of Survivor Royalty, which is pretty Felt sweet. Felt good. Felt good. Go they follow Buffs and Snuffs on the Twitter machine. Uh, do that. We're hopefully, you know, going to be pumping more Survivor content come March, which will be nice. Um, I don't think I've missed anything. Nothing really happened in the baseball world. We did sign the Phillies did sign your boy like last week, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, it's that's fine. He's we have more issues than the bullpen right now. Um, our owner would rather attend the Winter Classic than talk to the one player we need to resign. <laughs> Immediamente. It's yeah. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. This is this is how he pitches. There's a little yeah, like a little <laughs> death stare down at you. Kimbrell I, uh I, he's going to have a fun first couple of appearances in Philly because of his time with the Atlanta Braves. Um, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Kind of Phillies fans made fun of him behind home plate for the seagull arm thing. Of course they did, because that's, that's great. That's fucking Philly. No one likes us. So we don't care. Okay. Um, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. Can you hear me, Pitts? My headphones just went like really like low. I hear you fine. Oh, okay, cool. Clear, boss. Just making sure. Just making sure you know so that people hear us. Gotcha. Um, make sure you follow us at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Pitsy on the Twitter machine at Pat underscore Pitts at Pitsy35 on Instagram. Follow me at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11. Uh, subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave those five-star reviews. Goes a long way for helping the show continue to grow. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes of every single podcast on our network, original content, live streams, you name it, it's coming to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Smash that like button, ring the bell icon, comment down below your thoughts on everything Pitts and I discussed on this episode. And a uh, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, guys, go get your merch phiapparel.co use code underground for 10% off any order it's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here at underground sports go get your merch code underground 10% off when you shop at phiapparel.co this has been episode number 495 of underground sports philadelphia happy new year everybody happy year five for patty pitts i'm kb until next time we are Getting the heck out of here and signing off. Peace.